Vital Conversations. I am sitting here with my friend Michelle Hamstra, and I'm super excited about this conversation, especially for women who are sitting at home who have a call in their life to start a business, to be an entrepreneur, to do something daring and challenging with their life. And that is kind of what I think of when I think of you, because when I first met you, Michelle, you were coaching a pom-pom squad. You were passionate about dance. You were part of the dance team here. But one day you were just like, I'm starting a business. And now you opened a franchise. Well, you are part of a franchise, mm -hmm. the studio bar, and you're running those successfully. You're married to a husband who's a successful CEO. CEO, and that's a story in itself. <laughs> right? Um, you know, you guys have done pilots for TV shows. You're doing all kinds of crazy things. So where did this begin for you? Where did you get the courage to do something daring and bold? And um, and what can you say to women watching today? Whew, wow. Okay. Um, so my background is dance. I've danced my entire life. Um, most people thought that I was going to open a dance studio. Like, that's just what it was. Like, you dance, you know, you teach dance for since I was 16 years old, and you open a studio. But that was never my desire. And I just almost felt like I was trying to do something that just, I don't know, like I was fighting against, you know, like, well, I'm supposed to do it because I can do it. Mm -hmm. But um, so kind of like, you know, trotting along, you know, coach dance team, um, middle school, high school, taught at so many different studios. And then one day it was mentioned to me like, hey, have you ever heard of this bar stuff, like a pure bar? And I was like, oh, no. And so I went online, I opened the computer and I turned to my husband, Josh, and I was like, this is what I would do. Mm -hmm. Like just something in my heart just left. And the, I was for like, the studio bar. Yes, mm -hmm. for that. And I was like, this is what I want. Um, it just seemed like in a positive environment and all of that. And um, Josh was the first person to kind of really give me the courage to like take that step of faith and um, to 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 inquire about it and, and all of that. And um, <laughs> you know, you think like, oh, this is my client. All right. So the Lord's just going to line it all up, you know, all this. And then I applied and got denied. Applied again, got you denied got again. You got denied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know this fact. Yeah. This is what with it, with a different um, company that, that I was going with. Uh -huh. Got denied. Um, okay. And then we're like, all right, you know, tried again with them. Like kind of tried to like, you know, rework through the application and got denied again. They basically said that um, it would never fly in Crown Point, Indiana. Then So it was the location. They said it was the location and kind of just like we weren't their people. Uh -huh. I was like, okay. Then, um, then I tried another company and um, I was talking to them on the phone. They're like, well, you have to like 30 days, like try our diet program and try our online workout and then you could come out here. And then it was like, it was like a six month process and got a little snarky on the phone and I told them, I go, well, in six months I'll have one and I hung uh -huh. up on her. Uh -huh. So I was kind of like just really getting discouraged. Like, Lord, like this is, you know, like you put this desire in here. I didn't even know about bar until someone uh -huh. told me. Um, and then my husband, Josh, um, found Studio Bar through a Yelp review and he was like, well, if this lady could do it on her own, why can't you? And I was like, well, you know, there's other bits and pieces. So he inquired and um, they, we, they wrote back to us and um, a couple months later we were out there visiting with them. We're like, these are our people. Mm -hmm. Like they just had the same values. Um, just the environment was like so uplifting. Mm -hmm. Like um, at Bar, like we never use a negative word. Like mm -hmm. no, don't, can't, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. I was like, this is what I was meant to do. Mm -hmm. Because with dance team, like, 
yeah, like I would care about, you know, the girls doing well and um, winning trophies, but I'm like, I wanted them to be encouraged. I wanted them to still love dance at the end of the day. Oh, like, cause I know good. I got burnt out and I, you know, I just, I wanted to be that positive role model and that mm -hmm. positive person in their life. Mm -hmm. And um, that's like, that's where Studio Bar and dance for me met Connected. and exploded for, for and me. And so why do you think it's so important for you um, to encourage people? What is that the thing that makes your heart beat? If it weren't for dance at all, is that something that you would still find as a very high value and a priority in your life is encouragement? And where did that come from? I feel like that's just part of like my, my DNA, my makeup, that um, just those gifts from the Lord. Like mm -hmm. I've always been just everybody's like cheerleader and stuff like that. So I feel like that's kind of like just one of the, the gifts that, that I have mm -hmm. and that I love to just pour out on, on others. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, even like when I was just like a, a stay at home mom for a little bit with Logan, I would just, you know, just try to like, you know, via Facebook, just encourage people and stuff mm -hmm. and my friends. And that was just kind of like always mm -hmm. just kind of like who I was. Uh -huh. Like I was the cheerleader at dance too when I was younger. <laughs> so my question for you would be, um, and to the people listening, if there's a woman and they think, I might be able to do something like this. Where are they going to get intimidated? At the level of finance, at the level of no? How did you push through some of those barriers to actually come to the place where you have them, you're successful at it? Where are they gonna find a discouragement, a roadblock? Oh, there, there's, a, there's a lot and I'm, I feel like um, the, the purpose for the roadblocks is to prepare you. So definitely finance, when you sign that loan, it's like whether your business succeeds or not, you you owe that money back, your lease, like signing an eight year lease <laughs> and adding all that up, you're like, holy cow. Um, and then the, the step of faith of, um, you know, the balance of, you know, work life and home life and mom life and, you know, still being active in your local church and stuff like that. It's hard. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, voices in your head that like try to, you know, pour doubt in you. The devil, you know, wants to keep you like not in your zone and flowing through that. And, um, you really have to surround yourself with the good people, do your research, know that, um, you want it done like that Amazon prime results. Mm -hmm. And that's not how it goes. <laughs> that, I mean, from the time I inquired to the time I actually opened my doors was probably about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. um, it took that long to find the correct location to get the finances in order. Um, and then when you kind of like step back and like after you open, you're like, oh, I see what the Lord was doing there. Mm -hmm. He was preparing the right people mm -hmm. for you. You know, they weren't ready then or they maybe didn't even live in the area then mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like, you just have to be like, okay, Lord, you are in control mm -hmm. and that you're gonna pave the way and push through. And I mean, really just, um, you know, being in the word and, you know, making sure that stuff lines up and do your, um, do your research with a lease too. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I had a, a friend um, who's, he was a chiropractor and um, I was kind of telling him about my business adventure and where I was going to open. He very graciously was like, be careful, be careful with that lease because that's my landlord and I've gotten screwed. So be careful. Mm -hmm. So really bring it to people that, um, 
you know, that, that you know that trust and, you know, all that. Ask a lot of ask questions. A lot. Yes, Ask absolutely. a lot of questions. Because sometimes people try to tackle things and they're overconfident. But, you know, and then and they don't want anyone to tell them because they have this dream and God told me. do it. <laughs> but listen, it is wisdom to ask a yes. lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And don't do anything without, you know, before signing a lease. But, yes. You know, don't do anything that isn't in writing. Like, those are all the things that you learn through the process. Yeah. Why do you think it is so vital for women to open business and to be part of the marketplace? And what have you learned about yourself through the process? I think there, I mean, it's just people are very shocked also, like when they hear that, you know, I'm the owner and, you know, especially like when I opened Studio Bar, I was 30, so I was like, oh, you're the owner? And I was like, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I feel like, but there's something different, you know, there's, um, just a nurturing and a loving and, um, you know, I can speak, you know, for Studio Bar, like when you come in, it's just this brush of fresh air, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, um, yeah, my husband comes alongside me, but he also knows to like, just let me go and let my, my wings go. Sometimes Mm -hmm. he has to roll me in and that's okay too. But, (laughs) um, but yeah, I mean, it's like the Lord is doing something. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel that desire, just start like, so for me, like, Okay, so some of the doors closed with fitness. So I really started to work out. I started to do my research. I bought different videos and you know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be as well prepared when the doors do open mm-hmm. with with that. So what are you doing now? So people have a dream in five years and my husband will always mm-hmm. say, that's great that you have a dream, but what are you doing now before exactly. the door opens? And I wrote something today to our staff uh, from a podcast I was listening to that preparation is faith. Yeah. It is faith. Right. Preparing is, I know one day, God, you know, whether you open the door or not, I'm going to prepare myself so when it does open, that is faith. Yeah. You know, in and of itself, right? Absolutely. But why why do you feel that it's vital for women to be part of the marketplace? Because you hear so often, and when we were talking about this podcast with some other women, yeah. uh, and talking about you and being a businesswoman, they're like, you know, it's really challenging what she's doing because in so many aspects, it is still a man's world, right? Yeah, yeah. And not that men are trying to intentionally do that. It's just how, how it is. is yeah and so why do you think it's important that women are getting involved in the marketplace and and creating a space i i just feel like women just have a voice they just have that different um outlook on things sometimes like even um like when Josh and I, we talk about things, whether it be my business or his business, like I feel like sometimes I bring that different perspective, you know just um we, we just have those gifts, yep. you know, like nurturing it, or you love, see from a different view. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just, it's something just so invigorating too, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to be able to just, you know, conquer it and, mm-hmm. and just know that like, we're not meant to just be backseat drivers mm-hmm. and, um, but to, that the Lord has given us something mm-hmm. and it's to share with others. So to put it in, you know, well, you know, put it in your box. No, <laughs> you know, but that, uh, yeah, to just get out there because you have something that people I think need. I, I think I read a study recently and they were talking about fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. and that the top 10% of the companies that were leading all of the industries had women on their boards, but the ones that did not were under 
Interesting. The top 10. Yeah. And I thought, and they said the exact same thing. Women bring something to the table. Right. They, they have a way of looking at situations that men sometimes don't look at. Right. And I'm, so it's wisdom to bring uh, women alongside. And just like you said with Studio Bar, even though you are running it, your husband comes alongside. I've, so as a woman entrepreneur, it's really important to have men come alongside. Absolutely. Like we are partners in this thing and we need each other because we both bring different perspectives. Yeah. Um, how would you encourage a young woman? What would be the first steps that you would say, young woman, older woman, it doesn't matter, right? The Kentucky Fried Chicken guy started at 80 years old or right? something. Right? That's so cool. <laughs> if God has put a dream in your heart, what do you think are the first steps? Break it down. Like, what does that look like? And those true little bite-sized chunks. Mm -hmm. um, start getting books, knowledge, podcasts. Start following people that are in that industry. Mm -hmm. um, message them. Ask questions. Mm -hmm. I'm just floored at the amount of times that Josh was just like, oh, I messaged this person. They, they messaged me back. People are willing mm -hmm. to, to share information and give knowledge. I feel like there, there's this... Like this, like, oh, well, I don't want to give up, you know, because then I don't want no one to copy off of me. And that's not really the, what what we see, you know, uh -huh. especially like, uh, like we have a group like with Studio Bar where all the owners are in and we're all more than willing to share. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, almost like a, I granted there was probably a few, but like a fake, you know, thing that like people don't want to give up their information mm -hmm. or whatever. So ask a lot of, look, like we were saying before, ask a lot of questions. Um, and then just start writing down small chunks, you know, today, Because tomorrow. you can get overwhelmed yes. if you just look at the big picture. Absolutely. You have to do practical bite-sized nuggets. Every you day. You know, today I'm going to listen to two podcasts. Tomorrow mm -hmm. I'm going to open a bank account. The next day I'm going to get a DBA. Whatever it is, yes. right? Just walking through one day at a time. And then before you know it, you'll look back and say, wow, I've accomplished a lot. Yeah. And I also feel like the the Lord, it takes sometimes that, that amount of time because mm -hmm. he's preparing you. I remember when um, I'd be in dance team and just be like, oh, for, I mean, eight plus years and just telling Josh, like, I'm so defeated. Like, I don't know why I'm going through this. And Josh just kept saying, like, he's building character mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I have so much character. I'm a freaking Looney Tune <laughs> character right now. But I now look back and I'm almost thankful for those situations because, um, yeah, because it, it brought me to where I am today. And I needed those, those steps to prepare me for, for now dealing with staff of 20 plus people. Mm -hmm. So now running Studio Bar, do you ever look back and think, I wish I would have done a different business or are you really living what you wanted to live? Do you love it still every day and you look forward to doing more things and more places? Like which side of the fence are you on? Oh, I, I, tr I wake up every day just so thankful I get to do what I do. Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I took your Kazone class, like it was just that, that confirmation. Cause during that time was when I was con like, just, just starting to like on the fence of like kind of hearing about it. And, um, I wake up every day, just so thankful. I turned the door of the studio and I'm like, I still can't believe that the Lord has entrusted me with this. And you know, days that I might feel a little like, Oh, like how could I go on? There, there's women that come up and give me a testimony like, um, you know, I, I was, you know, going through a divorce or whatever when I came and, you know, this just made me, you know, come into my own and, you know, 
have a group of women who I didn't know and now I call them friends and we hang out every week and so stuff like that. So you've created community, you've created health, you mm -hmm. know, a place yeah. where people can get healthy, uh, an encouraging place. Yeah. Um, uh, so it kind of is a place of healing and, and that's how God uses you to minister to people. So real quick as we end this episode, um, give us quickly the pros and cons of... Um, Franchising, okay, uh, versus doing something on your own. Why did you choose that? So um, part of the reason why I chose franchising was one um, specifically for me um, was the choreography. So the choreography was kind of spelled out for us, and um, we we believed in the vision that they had. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why I didn't feel I could go out on my own was because I didn't know enough about it. Mm -hmm. um, so the pros is that you have the support of somebody else. Mm -hmm. The covering. Uh, the covering, uh -huh. exactly. Mm -hmm. um, the con is that sometimes you want that freedom to kind of get a little creative, but you have to stay within the brand because being a part of a franchise is um, is a promise. So like, you know, w when you walk into like Chipotle, your promise is to get, you know, hormone-free chicken burritos that taste amazing. Like, you know it's gonna taste the same every time. And so that's what a franchise is. So if you're somebody that really wants that freedom and creativity, maybe going out on your own is definitely a better um, mm -hmm. venue with that. Uh, once again, not all franchises might be the right one. So look in, in the industry, research and see. And then maybe even just in researching, um, like at one point, uh, Josh and I, we were gonna do um, a pizza, uh, a fast casual pizza, and we went to a convention about it and just sat and learned more about it. And we were weighing like franchise or, or on your own and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so just we, uh, you know, just researched it a lot and um, yeah. So I think at the end of the day, to wrap this up, one, don't limit ourselves, right? If God speaks something to your heart, at least give it a half of a chance. You know what I'm <laughs> right? saying? That um, don't talk seed. yourself out of it until you've at least done some research and uh, given yourself a shot, right? Yeah. Don't un underestimate yourself. And number three... Have the courage to dream. You know, God is going to speak to you. He's going to put desires in your heart. And if he does that, you can do it. You can do it. Uh, Michelle is a living witness that you can do it and you can do it well. But it requires hard work, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? dedication, passion. She couldn't do any of these things without those things. So make sure if you're going to go out on your own, you're going to do a business venture that you're definitely committed to the process and you're willing to be a strong finisher. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning into Vinyl Conversations and we look forward to seeing you next.